Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're just having another great day. It's just one of those mornings. Can you hear the coffee? I don't know if you can hear my coffee <laughs> dripping into my cup. Ah, if only you could smell the aroma. I want to talk to you about something so valuable today, but I didn't want to miss this cup of coffee. And I wanted to share something with you. I know you already know this, and as much as I like teaching about the secrets and the mysteries, sometimes the secrets and the mysteries are not just the ones hidden in heaven. Though I love the scripture that talks about how Yahweh uh, it is the glory of Yahweh to conceal a thing, but it's also the glory of kings to search it out. I use that scripture a lot because really, he just loves, he says, look, the word says, he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Like I'm diligently seeking this coffee right now. That's finishing the percolating. <laughs> hey, you got to have a little coffee on Coffee in the Cosmos show, right? And so... But I wanted to get this through to you. Mm. Oh, God, if you could smell that right now. Oh, it smells so good. Can you smell the aroma? It's kind of how our, our bodies can do that. You know, you can hear it. You can feel it. Mmm. Is that good fresh brewed coffee smell? It's so wonderful. See, now think about what I'm doing. Think about what I'm doing right now. It's that good, fresh, beautiful smell. I mean, it's just awesome, right? It's just awesome. And you're relating to that, right? And I'm, I'm making it feel desirable. And I'm making it feel uh, like it's worthy of something. It's worth something. It's, it's an experience that you might want. Unless you're not a coffee drinker. Then you'll have to go to your favorite tea or your favorite soft drink or whatever you like. We all have something. But he always says that you're his favorite. I want to talk about that for a moment. Because we grow up in life not realizing that we're God's favorite. We grow up in life not realizing most people don't realize that they're somebody's favorite. And even if they are someone's favorite, usually sooner or later that person that you're the favorite of may disappoint your image of them or what you think their image of you is. Or maybe you might even disappoint your image of yourself to them. And so life goes on and it builds these false skins on us. These uh, things of images of what we try to portray, almost kind of like a Facebook picture. Please don't judge nobody by their Facebook profile. I'm sure you'll above that by now, but those are your best highlights. Um, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's almost comical because sometimes I'll see people put on Facebook that just makes their life look like it's a total wreck. I don't know if they really need to be um, so honest um, with their situation, but usually that's a cry for help. They're crying out for help. They're needing attention of help, maybe spiritual prayer, or, or maybe just someone to love them, maybe someone to tell them what I'm telling you right now, how valuable you are. I want to teach you a secret and mystery. You know, I was looking in the word. It's like how valuable you are to Yahweh, how valuable you are and how much your love for him makes him delight. I was reading a scripture, I think I posted it on Facebook yesterday, about how the Lord loves those that love him. He wasn't being prejudiced against the world. He was just saying, I'm so engrossed into those that love me that I am moved by it. Think about that for a moment. That Yahweh is moved by your love for him. And listen, I want to read that to this Proverbs, all right? I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. 
Now, I know that's coming from the heart of wisdom, but Yahweh made wisdom. He made wisdom. And he delights in wisdom. He delights in you. I want you to say that to yourself. Or maybe out loud, maybe you need to hear, Yahweh delights in me. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm worthy. I'm worthy to have everything that I desire in life. We're taught the opposite. We're basically taught in church we have to beg God to get ourselves approved by God. And God forbid if we ever sin, which unless you're just not on planet Earth, I don't know any Christians that don't sin from time to time. It's not on purpose. I'm not justifying it. I don't believe in greasy grace. But on the same hand, I do believe in the grace message of the power of the core of it. What is the power of the core of it? That Yeshua's blood covenant, that blood light that sits on the mercy seat in heaven is more than enough. Now, it causes me to run to the Father. That's what I love about the word. It says the goodness of God causes man to come to repentance. Repenting, come on, once you get this in your spirit, repenting means to go back into the high place. It's not just saying, forgive me of my sins, which of course you want your sins, your iniquities, your transgressions, anything wrong. You want that washed by the blood. You want that clean. You want to keep short accounts. But it's beyond that. It's bringing you back into the high place of God bringing you back into your own mindset of knowing who you are because you really never left. The blood of Yeshua captivates you and completes you completely for eternity. The blood of Yeshua sits on the mercy seat. It's not on you when you're good and off of you when you're bad. That's how much he loves you. Let's talk about, because really what we're talking about, but if you don't understand the truth of salvation and the fullness of the power of the blood of Jesus, then you may judge Yahweh's love for you by your inability to always be right. Your inability always to walk in righteousness. Now, do not get me wrong. I'm not making excuses. I encourage you to walk in righteousness. I encourage you to walk in holiness. I encourage you to walk before the face of God. But on the same hand, that still does not make you the apple of his eye. That still does not make you the greatness of who you are. You were great when you were in the loins of God before you ever came to the planet. You were made fearfully and wonderfully before you were ever conceived out of the womb. Yahweh was already in love with you. Yahweh was already longing and awaiting for your expression to come into the earth. You ever say, oh, God, why did you pick me? <laughs> I was going through something in life one time, and I remember telling Yahweh, what in the world did you pick me for? Did you really bargain for that? See, that's how we feel about ourselves. Why? Because I was going through a rocky patch in my emotional room, wasn't always feeling like a spiritual high. Because that happens in life sometimes. We don't always feel spiritually high, right? We don't always feel like we're sitting on the mountain of the Lord, having, you know, the, uh, the very scepter of God in our hand, the crown on us, and saying, charge. Now, I'd like to be there all the time, because in all reality, you are, spiritually speaking, you're there all the time, your spirit man sitting up before Christ, right? But in our natural realm, sometimes we don't feel like that. And we base that feelings usually off of happenstance and circumstance or situations of either success or a failure, of either we reached a goal or it didn't work out the way we thought, right? And you're always trying to say, I love you. You are valuable. I want you to believe in who you are. When you believe in who you are, I'll be able to function through you even at a greater frequency. Oh, come on, get this. You think this ain't up here preaching? Let me tell you something. The, this is the beginning. And you got to have the beginning before you get the blossom. 
because you can go into the heavens and I meet people going to heavens all the time. But when they come back to the earth, their framework cannot house the glory of where they dwelled in because of the hurts and damages and things they went through in their life that they haven't dealt with or haven't overcome or haven't succumbed by the love of Yahweh that's inside of them, by the precious blood of Yeshua that abides in them and by the seal of the promise of the Holy Spirit because it damaged their emotion realm or their thought realm or what they think of God or maybe some unanswered prayers or maybe something failed in their life that they didn't want to fail. I can go on and on with the things that would try to take away the value of who you are, but I'm here to tell you Jesus says you're valuable enough that he hung on a tree for you and died and gave up the ghost, gave up the glory, gave up the very substance of who he was in heavenly places because that's how valuable you are to him. Wow, think of that. I love you, Yeshua. I honor you, Lamb of God. So when I tell you that you are beautiful, believe it. Because Yahweh says, you are beautiful. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Remember this. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.